0: the kind of wear it tie, But i from nine to five I tried that life but said goodbye I'm not always polite but I get the job done Who says the work can never be fun? I'm simply unprofessional Simply unprofessional yeah.
1: Welcome back to Simply Unprofessional, I am your temporary host, Alexa, and with me today we have Apple!
0: It's me! We're back! Do you remember us from October?
1: <laughs> yeah! We're back for another holiday edition of Simply Unprofessional, uh, while Webby is away in England, uh, having a having a good old time. Uh, so... We've got some some fun things to talk about today because we went searching on good old Reddit to find some wonderful holiday-themed Am I the Assholes? Oh, yeah. So if you are, for some reason, unfamiliar with the concept of Am I the asshole," they are the type of post where people talk about their situation and they ask the users of Reddit to judge whether or not they are the asshole in the situation or maybe somebody else is. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because normally they basically, normally they're having like a debate with a bunch of family and friends, and no one's coming to a consensus about who's in the wrong, so they're like, fuck it, I'm going to the internet.
1: (laughs) And given how stressful and uh, family-oriented these uh, holiday times are, uh, it seems like a good place to check uh, for an influx of content. Uh, So, uh, to get this all started, we each have a couple of articles that we're going to read through, and then... Pass our judgment and uh, declare who's the asshole in the situation. Apple, would you like to go first? We (laughs) are (laughs) the definitive judge.
0: Truly. Yeah, sure. We are judge, jury, and executioner, Lex and I.
1: (laughs) Sure am.
0: All right. So mine is titled, Am I the Asshole for Bringing Up My Brother's Premature Birth at Christmas Dinner to Get My Parents (laughs) to Shut Up. Oh, jeez. Also, if you're unfamiliar with Am I the Asshole, normally the titles are a bit... They're supposed to be almost clickbaity or provocative, and they're not always a good indicator of if someone is an asshole or not. Sometimes it's like a complete 360 from what the title actually says. But let's dive in. I'm a nurse practitioner, and I am the primary care provider for a lot of the low-risk maternity cases at the practice where I work. I also work hand-in-hand with the doctors and midwives to create a healthy maternity, birth, and postpartum situation. My fiance is completing her residency, We live together and have for a few years now. We aren't in any hurry to get married. We originally had plans to do so a couple of years ago, but then we got really busy for two years. It it is driving my very religious parents crazy that their youngest son is living in sin. I don't really care. I'm an adult and I do what I want. We're going to get married in June. So we're visiting my parents for Christmas. The way it came together this year, everyone is at my parents' house. So that's my folks, my three siblings, myself and fiance and seven grandchildren. So 17 people at dinner. My mom starts going on about how she is so glad that we're finally getting married and she won't be embarrassed at church anymore. And my dad says how proud he is of his three older kids who all either waited to get married before moving in together or got married right away after moving in together. My fiance was getting embarrassed and I was getting mad over this stupid argument we have had too many times. And a family dinner was the last straw. I have asked them repeatedly to just accept that they cannot control how I live my life. I refuse to stay with them and, I, and when I visit or I refuse to stay with them when I visit, even if I come alone, hotels are just easier. So I started talking about a premature baby I'd been reading about. It was almost three months premature and weighed about 1.6 pounds. It was super strong and healthy for being born so little and the Nick NICU had high hopes for the baby doing well. My mom and dad both got deer in the headlights look on their faces. Too bad. They should not have fucked around with my fiance's feelings. <laughs> so I asked about my oldest brother. He was born almost four months premature. Is there a chance that we could check out the family album where we kept all the records of the family births and stuff? I already know that my brother was over nine pounds and almost 23 inches long when he was born. Oh, I see what's happening. My grandfather told me all about it the first time my parents tried to shame me. The subject gets changed very fast. After my after supper, my parents told me that I should not try to embarrass them with private things that are not my concern. I told them that if I heard anything about my living arrangements ever again for the rest of my life, I would make sure to keep bringing up the fact that my mom was in her second trimester when they got married.
1: Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: My parents are mad at me for telling them how to behave in their own home, but my fiance is happy that they seem to be off the subject for good. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. Like no. Their parents are over here touting about how good they are at church and how that she's they're fucking living in sin when they had a baby. They had sex before marriage. Like, shut up.
1: Yeah. Like, they're literally, <laughs> like, shaming their child and their partner for exactly what they did. It's And, and it's not even that bad because, like... They're just living together. Who cares? Yeah.
0: Again, it's like it. And literally, they have plans to get married. And I know how like strict Christianity can be, but at the same time, like, so the I because it was okay. I I don't know. I don't know what your religious status was when you were raised, but I was raised in a religious household. I'm not currently still like a lutheran in my Mm -hmm, opinion mm -hmm. but i remember asking in seventh grade uh, i asked the pastor because we had our pastors for religion teachers in seventh and eighth grade it was like this fun fun thing so we got to ask them questions and i was like what about like premarital arrangements are like what about it is a sin and apparently the sin quote unquote at least according to my pastor is that you're potentially cheating on your future partner but these are people who plan to get married yeah so if that's the logic if this is what we're defined by Fuck off! <laughs> like these aren't people who are like, uh, and I am totally whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't care. But like, if this is the parents' argument, I'm saying the parents' argument is invalid, regardless.
1: Oh, a thousand like, percent. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so one, funny. yeah, they're planning a getting married. But two, like, it's just so practical to live uh-huh. with your partner, whether or not you're getting married or not. It doesn't even matter because marriage is just a certificate for a lot of people. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But, like, I could not imagine. Well, I guess I technically could. But, like. It's so important to live with your partner before you get married Hundred percent. because 100%. once you're married, it's not that you can't get a divorce, but it's just a pain in the ass.
0: It's a pain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, obviously, like you can figure it out. You can divide your assets or whatever and then just kind of go your separate ways. It happens. It's fine. But like, mm-hmm. if you know that you are not working out when you guys are living in the same space, yeah, save yep. yourself the pain and the money and the stress.
0: So like I remember reading about, like, someone who was hyper-Christian, and they waited till marriage for, like, everything, right? Mm-hmm. And she talked about how much she regretted it. Not only did she feel underprepared on their wedding night, like, for, like, intimate things, but, like, yeah, you living with someone prior to marriage, I think, is the biggest have to do so that you can see if you're compatible living together.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, 100% agree. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's literally no shame in living with your partner before getting married. That's so dumb. And that's, like... Shame on their parents for, like, yeah. making their children seem, like, any less for doing that. Yeah. Especially if they're so excited that they're getting married. Like, get over the rest of it. Oh, my goodness. Parents, oh, man. Just... And and talk one. about overstepping boundaries. Right. A hundred percent. I guess, yes, sure. The child did overstep the boundaries and looked up the actual, uh, truth behind their, I I don't know if it was their brother or their sister. He didn't need
0: to look it up. He said that my grandmother told me about it the first time my parents tried to shame me. Like, their grandma was basically on their side and was like, hey, your parents had sex before marriage. Here's literally what your oldest brother's birth weight is. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, like, sure. The parents overstepped the boundaries by, like, constantly, like, bugging their kid about it. But, like, and, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, like bringing up like kind of like i don't even know what the word i'm looking for is like
0: dirty laundry
1: i guess dirty laundry like yeah like it's not it doesn't make you the asshole like because like it was honestly fair game at that point they were you're proving a point is the Mm -hmm. difference you weren't just doing it outright like if it was one-sided it would have been an asshole thing but otherwise and opie
0: already said that they tried multiple times to be like stop fucking talking about it for
1: sure like Like, they they hit a breaking point and i think that that is absolutely fair I have no problem playing with fire if they've already started playing with fire.
0: Yeah, bitches, if you're going to keep fucking showing up with knives,
1: fucking watch out. You're going to get stabbed. (laughs) For sure. So, story number one, absolutely not the asshole. Yeah. Ready for story number two? I'm so ready. All right. Let's do... Am I the asshole for not returning the gift that I bought my mom five weeks earlier before my sister? I, 27F, have been always been prepared when it comes to buying Christmas presents. I try to do so earlier on in the season or when there are sales. That way, I don't scramble at the last minute. This year, me and the hubby did not have a lot of money, but wanted to get my mother something she really wanted. That's a Dolce and Gabbana perfume, about 50 bucks, and some lotions. This was bought over in November and wrapped under the tree. Well, apparently my sister bought the bigger version of the same perfume today for around $100, as well as a few other pricey gifts. Here's the thing. She wants us to return our already wrapped gift and split the price with her perfume that is a shared gift. In addition to this, we will still have to give her a gift that is strictly from us, which my sister Uh picked out. She wants us what? to get my mother's face wipes and chocolate, which is not personal gift in my opinion. I told her that we don't have the funds to pay for both the perfume and the other gifts. I offered to send back our perfume but did not pay for hers since we were going to use our refund for another gift and it wasn't going to be the one that she picked out. She wasn't happy with that, so I offered another solution. I asked her politely to cancel her order since she just ordered it online at the moment and we bought ours over months month ago. Uh, over a month ago, sorry uh she can use the funds if she wants to get those things for her she then began to really get upset with me and told me now mom's not going to get what she wants i asked her if she's just trying to make me feel bad and she gave me no response am i the asshole for not returning the gift i don't think so i don't think so either so so we're, go ahead there's a couple of things we got to break down here first you bought the present first and it's essentially mm. almost the same thing with, like, the lotion and a gift, bu- a gift bundle, whatever. You yeah. bought it first. It was exactly what she wants. It's already wrapped. It's done. It's under the tree. You can forget about it. Your sister bought the more expensive version of the thing and then uh-huh. said, well, you have to return yours because mine was more expensive. And on top of and- that, you have to pay for half of it in addition to uh-huh. more things you did not expect to buy. Which already mm-hmm. is just asshole behavior. Yeah. So yeah, like, like, go
0: ahead. So first of all, we are kind of Opie is making it seem like the gift can be returned, the one that they bought. However, you can't assume that when they bought it a month ago. Oh, for sure. Like, what if they couldn't return it? What if it's it was already final fucking sale? wrapped? Also, you yeah also because it was on sale. Sometimes you can't even get like the price back the same way because it was a discount. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really weird. And then also, we both, so we both have siblings. Lex and I both have siblings. I don't know about you and how you and your siblings do it, but my brother and I coordinate what we're getting our parents for any holiday or birthday. I'm like, yo, what the fuck did you give mom? Mm -hmm. Because I need to make sure I don't get the same fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah. And then sometimes we go in on gifts together. Like, for example, this year, all three of us, my mom, my dad, my brother, we're pitching in to get my dad a switch. Mm Mm-hmm. So we got him a Nintendo Switch because he really loves Mario and he has, we have the original Nintendo consoles and stuff. So anyways, I love getting big gifts and splitting them with people. It's one of my favorite things to do because I can't afford a big gift on my own, Yeah. but it's something you talk to them about first. So if sister, for some reason, couldn't afford this big gift and was banking on her other sister pitching in, you got to tell them first. You got to ask, hey, who's okay with going in on this gift with me?
1: Yeah. And And so like, she didn't ask beforehand. She was just like, okay, pay me what exactly and like pay me for the thing that you already bought and then buy more things is is also the thing because she's also not respecting her budget so like yeah. like if you said like hey this is all i have this year and i can't get multiple things and like mm-hmm. you're telling me that i would still have to get multiple things then like we could just both return the things and i'll just get her something else but also like being passive aggressive i mean like well she's not gonna get what she wants then it's just like now you're guiltless like, now, that's just manipulation at that point. And it's and also, just not fair. It's
0: So, for it's Christmas, so you're not going to get everything on your fucking list. You're, most of the time, she's a mom, so I'm not going off, we don't know anything about their mother, because it's not mentioned in the post. But, like, I don't know why she wouldn't just be happy with what she got, because she's a mom. Most of the time, you, like, put things on there, and your kids are around you, and you're happy. Like, you're good.
1: Like <laughs> Most of the time... OP- like moms are just happy to kind of be thought of, unfortunately. Like this is this is yes. sad. Because have you seen like those reels where it's like everybody's Saturday Sto- Night Live skit? No, I, I I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Um, but basically it's like everybody's opening their stockings and like mm-hmm. their kids are like, Is that an extra stocking? There's nothing in it. Why is it empty? And then it gets handed over to the mom and then he's like, Why do we have the husband's like, Why do we have an extra stocking? She's like, It's not extra, it's mine And he's like, Why is it empty? And she's like, I don't know, I guess somebody forgot no yeah. and then the, the no. whole rest of the thing is like hey husbands just so you know your wife's stocking is your responsibility because she's filling everyone else's Yep. Yeah. so
0: yeah my parents are luckily very good about like getting each other things for christmas so like that's never been a problem in my household but i know it's a thing and the saturday night live skit which i don't watch saturday night live but sometimes whenever my family's all together and we're bored we'll look up the best skits on youtube mm-hmm. and we'll just watch them so there's a skit about this family getting all this stuff and the mom got a robe that was on sale And that's it. And she Mm -hmm. only got this robe that was on sale. And eventually they're like, don't worry. We didn't forget this person. It's the dog. We got the dog a bunch of gifts. Uh And then the mom still only had the robe. (laughs) It was like, oh my God, no, it's a thing. So like, yeah, moms are happy to get anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like your mom will be so happy to get the gift set, like legitimately. Um, And the
0: sister's lying. Like she's still getting what she wants. It's just a smaller Size of it, it's fucking Dolce and Gabbana perfume lasts decades. Perfume lasts
1: yep. five to ten
0: years minimum.
1: <laughs> yeah, legitimately. So like, like she's still gonna get what she wants. If you really had a hundred dollars to spend, go get her something else that's hundred dollars that she's also gonna like. You don't yeah. have to get her two of the same thing. Yeah. So like, yeah. The the sister just, I'm I'm guessing the sister just now is kind of like, well, I'm out of time and like I don't really know what to get, mom. And, like, you need to change what you got because I'm tired of thinking. Like, it's.
0: She, she sounds entitled. She sounds like yeah. she's the sister that always gets what she wants.
1: Yeah. And, like, it doesn't say if it's the younger sister or the older sister. I guess it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter at that point. But, like, it's, yeah. the sister who's writing the post is definitely, like, the responsible one. Yeah. So, yeah. No, definitely not the asshole. Not the asshole. Absolutely not.
0: Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Am I the asshole for not spending this Christmas in the hospital with my daughter? Oh jeez. Yes. My 39-year-old female daughter, 16 female, has a sens- has had a sensitive stomach ever since she was a kid. There are certain foods that will upset her stomach to the point where she's unable to stop throwing up. We've seen countless doctors, but so far no one's been able to give us a clear answer. The only advice we keep getting is to identify all trigger foods and cut them from her diet. <laughs> We have we have a pretty good idea what these foods are soda and other carbonated drinks, chips, Cheetos and other similar processed snacks, anything oily or fried and most sweets. Unfortunately, this is exactly the kind of stuff my daughter loves to eat the most. And as horrible as she feels after she has them, she still refuses to cut them out of her diet, which in turn led to her spending a lot of time in the hospital during this past the past few years. When she was little, it was easier to keep all these foods away from her because I simply wouldn't buy them. But now that she's older, I can't always be there to check what she eats. She eats the greasy pizza at her school's cafeteria. She trades her lunch with her classmates. She goes out with her friends and stops to eat at KFC and so on. And it always ends with her in the ER crying and shaking because she can't stop throwing up. This was the case on this Christmas Eve as well. When our whole family gathered at our place, and of course, among the many dishes at our Christmas table were some of her main trigger foods, like chips, soda, chocolate and sweets. Now, mind you, these were far from the uh, these were far from the only foods available to her. We also had a variety of home-cooked traditional dishes on the table with ingredients that didn't upset her stomach, like vegetables, meat, dairy, etc. All of them delicious and well-seasoned. My daughter herself says she really likes most of these dishes. Despite this, my daughter chose to eat nothing but her trigger foods. I reminded her that they'd make her feel awful, but she said she didn't care because Christmas is only once a year and she just wants to live a little. Well, this ended with her violently throwing up in the ER a few hours later. She had to be hospitalized for a few days and only just got out of the hospital a few hours ago. And unlike all the previous times when something like this happened, this time I chose to spend my Christmas relaxing at home with the rest of our family and not in the hospital by my daughter's side. I kept in touch with her through calls and texts and told her if she needed anything, I'd ask a family member to bring it to her, but I made it clear that I would not be visiting her during her stay. And well, my daughter didn't take this too well. She cried every time we talked on the phone, begged me to come over, and told me how horrible I was for abandoning her there all alone and so on. Most of our family didn't take my side either in this either, and during the past few days, I got a call. I've got called everything from a little extreme to downright cruel and heartless. Am I the asshole?
1: Yeah, I- th- I think so, in my opinion. I think, How I think it's think everyone sucks here. 16. Okay. She's old enough to know better at this point, okay? She like, is, but she's still a, a child.
0: She is still a child, but I think everyone sucks here. I think the mom sucks a little bit, but I think the daughter also still sucks for like... It's. I I wonder. I. I don't know. I just. I don't know if I can fully wrap my head around the fact that she is still actively engaging in these foods, knowing it's going to send her to the ER
1: because she's sixteen. Like, and I I can. I can also explain this because, like, you know when like, it's like in high school and whatever, whatever. Like, say you like jammed your finger, and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, like yeah, I know I jammed my finger. I know it hurts. It's in a splint. And then you're like, I wonder if it still hurts. So you test it and you're like, yep, that still hurts. And it, I feel like it's probably kind of the same thing with her and her food. She's like, man, I really love this food. Like, I'm just going to try to eat it a little bit. Or maybe she just goes overboard. Maybe she doesn't realize it. Because she's like, oh, hey, no, I don't feel like garbage. I'm going to keep eating this. Until a couple hours later, she feels like garbage. And that's because she, like, you're a teenager. Your brain is not fully developed in a way that you can mm-hmm. kind of, like, learn from your mistakes and maybe like, hey, maybe don't eat the chips, maybe don't eat the soda, don't drink the soda. And it's the same thing when somebody's lactose intolerant because how many times are you looking, are you lactose, well, not how many times are you lactose, you know what I mean? Like if you're lactose intolerant, (laughs) you see ice cream, sometimes you're like, "Mm, I can risk it and you go for it even though you know and you've learned from your lesson that it's not a good idea. Maybe it's a little bit more extreme because she's constantly hospitalized for it, but at the same time, like I don't think she's 100% at fault for just trying to see if like, hey, maybe this time it won't be so bad because she's a teenager. And I think that like, yeah, I get it. As a mom, you're probably frustrated because you warned her and you're like, like, hey, this is going to make you feel like garbage. Don't do that. But at the same time, like, you're her mom. And like, even if she messes up, you're still her mom. Like, I don't want to tell you how to parent, but like, I know my mom, like if I fucked up bad, and my mom told me, "Don't do that thing. It's gonna like it's you're gonna be in so much trouble if you do if you do this thing." And if I did the thing anyway, and I got upset or whatever, she would still be there for me and be like, "I told you so." But here, I'm here for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the part that makes the mom suck, in my opinion, is that her daughter was like begging her to mm-hmm. come see her, and that's like the sad part. Because like, here's the thing: there's some teenagers that are like totally chill, just like hanging out in the hospital. And I say this is like. So I, I didn't go to the hospital a ton, but there was like a time when I had to stay for like pneumonia and I've, I've had like a surgery, you know, and like there were times when I was like, if you guys need to go to the store, like go, it's I'll be okay for like, I might sleep for a couple hours. Like, you know, like, but the fact that her daughter was like crying and begging her to be there, it's like, I also feel like we don't have like the full, we have as much information as we have, right? There's someone who I watch who does Am I the Assholes regularly and they always say... There's this side of the story, the other person's side of the story, and then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like there's three sides to a story. And I don't I don't feel like we actually have quite enough information to like even call the daughter an asshole. Cause like we don't know you know, the mom says that, hey, I reminded her to make her feel awful, and she said, I know, I don't care. Like, there's like different degrees. It's like, I don't know to what extent we don't know the extent of her medical history, all this stuff. They just say they don't know what it is. I don't know.
1: I mean, I also I believe I th- that as a teenager, you'd be like, yeah, I don't care at this point. Like, I'm just going to risk it because you only live once. Like, that is very much like a teenager, like, playing mentality. chicken in the field mentality, saying, like, mm-hmm. I don't care if I get into an accident. I only live once, so I'm going to just go and have fun. And now she's uh, doing YOLO's the find out part 10s. of the fuck around. <laughs>
0: Reddit did dub OP not the asshole, uh, which I find interesting. Yeah. Uh, I personally lean towards everyone sucks because I don't think the daughter is inherently guilt-free, but, like, you're the parent. Yeah. And almost, I almost think, and this is, like, if you didn't want this to happen, just remove the items from Christmas dinner
1: yeah well I no have a one needs candy at Christmas I have like a you feeling do but like it's a situation where it's like the other cousins would like that mm-hmm. food and you're denying the other cousin. so I get that and like I do agree that the daughter knew better or at least should have at least a little bit known better to not try those things but like at the same time like I get I get why she did it because she's a teenager and at the other hand mm-hmm. like okay like at some point you got to realize that this is just your life.
0: Yeah. I, and like I said, with the lack of info thing, we don't know, like, cause it says most sweets and it says processed snacks and like stuff like that. Do you know how many options there are available for dietary needs at this point? Mm -hmm. I think we're living in like the peak, not of currently of that we know so far of like options when it comes to dietary needs, you can find like sweets that have the most natural of shit in them. Like my mom eats dates and like bananas as her sweets and it's good shit. Like, there's, cause it said that she could eat like vegetables and dairy and stuff, and it's like I'm, I'm curious. There's always like the chance to like find food that's like alternative, but still gives the same itch, like you know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that's also something that has to come with time, like yeah, like I, I mean, I'm thinking back to like when I was in high school. Like if you told me like, oh, dates are just as sweet as chocolate, I'm mean, like, yeah, but that's gross. So like. I don't know. Just mentality. I loved,
0: I loved Fig Newtons growing up. So dates were my shit.
1: <laughs> Maybe I just don't like dates. <laughs> that's Because, like, so I fair. hate Fig Newtons. Like, the texture and, like, the flavor of them. It's just, like, it's just, like, um, it's a lying granola bar. Like, I feel oh like it's God. supposed to be jam and then it's not. And I'm like, oh, you liar. It's, it is
0: a gritty texture. And I can totally see how that's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah.
1: But like, yeah, what
0: story do you got for us?
1: All right. Next one. Um... Am I the asshole for being upset over husband attending holiday party solo? Okay. okay. My husband asked me weeks ago if I was off work tonight as I work night shifts in healthcare. I told him I was as today happens to be our son's second birthday. We had his birthday party over the weekend, so we were just celebrating today as a family. Tonight is also my husband's work holiday party. We have two kiddos, and it was assumed on his part to be a family event, and we agreed to attend. Turns out it was adults only. He told me he didn't want to attend if the kids couldn't go. I never thought anything of it again. We decided that instead we'd take the kids to the trampoline park. He texted me as he was getting off of work and said, you don't work tonight, right? I knew immediately he wanted to attend the holiday party alone, but he didn't come right out and say it. He came home, mm-hmm. said he didn't want dinner, and when I mentioned the trampoline park, he got upset and irritated. He had a 6 p.m. phone call anyway with our neighborhood HOA and used that as an excuse for not wanting to go to the trampoline park. I finally said, forget it. We can stay in and do a game with our oldest. After his phone call, he said, hey, that party goes until 9 p.m. Do you mind if I go over for 30 minutes and then I'll help you with the, get the kids to bed? I responded and said, You aren't going to drive all that way to stay for 30 minutes. Plus I'm not keeping up the kids I'm not keeping the kids up until 9 p.m. waiting for on your help. If you want to go, then go. He got upset with me and was mumbling under his breath and as he had already gotten dressed in his motorcycle attire as he loves the attention of riding his bike. Mind you, it's thirty five degrees right now. I was like, I don't know why you're upset. I told you to go. And he was like, Because you're mad that I was gonna go, so now I'm not. I feel like I'm just a babysitter, and he gets the freedom to do things he wants to do, and since he doesn't want to pay for a babysitter so I can join him on things, he gets mad when I'm irritated. Am I wrong here?
0: I don't think so. Like no, I don't think Because
1: so. it was, especially because it was already
0: discussed prior to this, that they basically agreed, all right, none of us are going. We're going to go to the trampoline park. It's our kid's birthday. Yep. Like, fuck you. Don't like- you, like... You had other plans with your family. Yeah. Yeah. If you really wanted to go to the holiday party in the first place, he should have voiced it when they were discussing it. And then he also shouldn't be such a cheap ass that they can't get a babysitter for one night. Yeah. Like, because the mom's not making it seem like they can't afford it. She said her husband just doesn't want to pay for one. Yeah. Like, and also, I don't, we don't know about where they live, so I'm not going to make any assumptions about that. But I know, like, personally, I have my own, like, friends and family who would happily step in for a night. And that might not be their case. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's some options. I don't know.
1: She also mentioned like that she works in healthcare. And for her to not have a night shift that night and have, like, the chance yeah. that they're actually all together. And then he still doesn't want to spend time with them on their child's yeah. birthday at the trampoline park uh-huh. where they're going to make a whole day of it. I don't know. And, like, I don't know. I- I'm getting a lot about, like, this guy's sort of personality where, like, he specifically dressed up in his motorcycle attire so that he could ride into the party on his motorcycle fashionably late just to get Mm -hmm. the attention. Like, this guy does not care that he's kind of, like, uh, not, I don't want to say abandoning, but, like, you know, like, kind of ruining her plans. (laughs) Like, they Mm -hmm. have this whole thing planned. And then, like, the first thing that didn't happen where they didn't go to the trampoline park because uh, he was like... What did it say? Uh, An HOA he said, phone call? HOA phone call. You could, do the, you could do that at the trampoline park. Step away for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got off of work, said he didn't want dinner. Probably because he was already planning on going out to the party. And then just completely blew off the fact that they had plans.
0: He feels like he was... He feels like he knew that his wife wouldn't have wanted him to go. So he was trying to be as like sneaky about it as possible basically of like oh I'll just go for 30 minutes and then he'll come back two hours later and be like oh I lost track of time oh for sure like you know that that's what's gonna happen (laughs) and it's like fucking use your words you're a grown man with two children Mm -hmm. talk to
1: your partner yeah (laughs) he is literally acting like the child yeah Um, not the asshole (laughs) not the asshole let me see if I can find if anybody had said anything yeah. Uh, no, they haven't, because this was posted twenty two minutes ago. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Look at god. you getting the fresh
0: ones, the fresh takes. We're dubbing mm. them not the asshole. Yeah,
1: absolutely not the asshole. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm I'm so sorry for you, girl. Because well, actually, they actually did say so. Dude, I don't. I'm so sorry. Cause like. That sucks, that sucks, that sucks. That's not the holiday spirit. I
0: I am predicting if any of you are going to like look these up later because I do sometimes because I like sometimes like reading comments. I'm predicting that some of the comments are going to say break up with him. Like, oh, him. they always say married, that.
1: It's not that easy. I mean, and like this Just is one <laughs> instance, and like, yeah, maybe I also yeah. said like, yeah, this guy's a narcissist. Like, I'm I'm I I got his personality from this one paragraph. I don't. He's probably yeah, a great don't. person, but like, you know, maybe he just had like a terrible day at work and he just wants to go to the party. But honestly, I don't know why you would want to spend extra time with your coworkers. They're not your friends. This maybe that's probably just free me. alcohol. But then why is he riding a bike?
0: That doesn't that don't matter <laughs> to but, some people. <laughs> Um, that's an assumption. We literally um, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> this don't is an know. assumption that I am making.
1: We're, we're, we're assuming. But yeah, no, seriously, the asshole in the situation. I'm sorry if this if this happens all the time. You know what? And it probably does happen all the time. So he probably just is a narcissist because uh, she said that she's tired of uh, feeling like a babysitter. Uh, oh. Yeah, I feel yep. like I'm just a babysitter. He gets the freedom to do the things, uh, all the things he wants to do since he doesn't want to pay for a babysitter so I can join him on things. Yeah, so this has happened more than once or else she wouldn't be on Reddit. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit.
0: You ready for another one? I am. All right. Am I the asshole for throwing away the elf on the shelf and ruining Christmas for my kids after my husband's prank?
1: Based on the title, I'm just going to say no because I hate elf on the shelf so much. I didn't grow up with Elf
0: on the Shelf, so I have no connection to it. I think it's a little weird, but that's just me. For context, this year was the first time we would try the Elf on the Shelf with our kids. We have three kids, Lucas, who's nine, Andy, who's eight, and Claire, who's five. Where Lucas and Andy are from our past relationships, um, and then Claire is from their relationship. However, my husband, Miles, who's 37, has accepted Andy as his, and so did I, She's a female who's 35 with Lucas. So they all, they accept all each other's kids, even though they're from different parents, right? Every Christmas is special for Andy. His birthday is on December 24th. His dad started a tradition where Santa would have, would have, uh, would have consideration with him for being a kid of Christmas. So he feels magical and special. I always try to give him that. Last year, I left Santa Claus's footsteps, ate a carrot and grass he left for Rudolph, stuff like that. My husband doesn't think it's a good idea that I do all that for him, and I'm showing favoritism. So we should shut it down because of my ex's decision to create a tradition without considering my other kids' feelings. I disagree, since I do consider the three of them, but he asked if we could do something else, like the elf on the shelf. I had no problem with it, but I didn't know how that works. He explained to me quickly, and since he's the one who offered, I let him do it. We bought the cute elf. My kids named it Bob. Later, my husband explained to them that they should behave and never touch or hold Bob if they don't want it to be naughty. At first, it was cute to see them spy on Bob and try to see it fly each night. Andy was the most excited of all. I found him one night talking with it, asking if Santa still remembered him. But my husband took seriously the behavior Bob would be naughty part. Lucas was his first victim after he didn't do his chores. The next day, his face was drawn with Sharpie markers. Then Claire, who touched Bob in her favorite onesie, was destroyed. Apparently, Bob had cut some pieces of it while she was sleeping. Miles was having fun, but I could see my kids weren't. I talked to him about how we we should lower the pranks, and he agreed, but he wanted to catch Andy since he hadn't broke any rules. I told him that Bob's supposed to tell Santa instead of being naughty, and we argued, but he finally agreed. Fast forward, it's Christmas Eve, and in the afternoon, we had some of Andy's friends to celebrate his birthday. So the kids were playing in the backyard, but my husband looked suspicious. I decided to look for Bob. It was supposed to be in the kitchen, but it wasn't there. I asked Miles where it was, and he told me, no idea. I started getting paranoid, but Andy asked if we could cut the cake already. I put my best face on and went for it. The cake was in a box, and when Andy opened the box, he started crying. I take a look, and it was ruined. Bob was covered in all of it, appearing that he had been eating the cake. Half of the cake wasn't there anymore. Miles starts laughing, and so did some of the other parents. My blood is boiling and I grab Bob and try to throw it in the trash. Then I grabbed Miles. We have a terrible argument. He calls me an asshole for what I did to Bob, that I've ruined it. And how are we supposed to keep the magic with our kids if I wasn't supposed to touch Bob? Then there was an edit. (laughs) says edit. Hi everyone. So the response has been really overwhelming. I'm sorry if it took me some time to answer. I've been kind of avoiding the post since I was conflicted by the possible outcome. I'm going to, I'm going through all your comments so I can answer some of your questions. I'd also like to explain things you all have doubts in common. Number one, Andy's dad is from Canada. He visits Andy every spring, summer, and on Christmas break. This year he stayed for his job. So he isn't an absent parent. He just wasn't available this year. Number two, After Andy's birthday, I told Miles to get out of the house. And so he did. He spent Christmas with my in-laws. I stayed with the kids and all of them slept in Andy's room. My kids didn't want to leave uh, their brother alone. The next morning, we all opened the gifts and I made sure that Andy could feel special after what happened on his birthday. So I wrote a note from Bob saying that he was sorry if he scared him. Um, He didn't do his job correctly. He's going back to the North Pole Santa. And he asked if Santa still remembered. And when he asked if Santa still remembered the kid of Christmas, he did. Santa was really happy to see him. Three, my kids and I are okay. We're sleeping at my parents' house and we're going to celebrate New Year's Eve here too. And four, yes, Claire was using the onesie while she was sleeping. My husband took the idea off of TikTok. And no, Andy did nothing to even be attacked by Bob in the first place.
1: Not the asshole. Not the asshole. (laughs) First of all. Second of all. um, to, (laughs) To specifically be looking out for your kids to break a rule... And then still pranking them when Mm -hmm. they don't is fucked up. Two, property damage is fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're committing property damage on a child where you are destroying something that they like. If that is their favorite onesie, don't mess it up. Don't draw on their face with Sharpies. Like, that stuff is hard to get off. And then, like, to ruin the kid's birthday cake... That's expensive. I don't know how expensive their cake was, but, like, I've had to buy my own birthday cakes. And, like, mm-hmm. I've I've contemplated not buying birthday cakes because they are so expensive. So expensive. Oh, my God. Absolutely not the asshole. The Elf on the Shelf is such, like, it's a terrible thing for, like, for, it's a terrible thing when people get too into it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, yeah.
0: No, like, I, first of all, flat out. If a prank you play on your kid isn't something your kid immediately laughs at, it's fucked up. It's a bad it's prank. up. It should be things that are tiny and funny and things that the kid will absolutely enjoy. It should never be a reason to like pull one over on your child who's a literal minor and has no reason but to trust you un like undoubtedly. They have no reason but to have absolute total faith in you and you're just being like, haha, fucking got you because you're six. Like yeah. what
1: the fuck? No, absolutely <laughs> what not. What the fuck? Absolutely not. I've seen I've seen so many bad Elf on the Shelf ones, and Ugh. like I've seen so many where like the kids are like freaking out, like screaming, like somebody's like like horribly hurt and needs to go to the hospital, yeah, because one of the children is holding the elf. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like it's, it's, not, weird. it's weird. It's weird that like weird. you're you're putting that much stress on your child at the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's only gonna cause problems in the future. It's, it's
0: you're fucked up.
1: They're gonna have to bill you for the therapist. So like I said elf on a shelf
0: wasn't a thing when I was growing up. It I, I I kind of learned about it as I was getting out of the Santa phase. So it was like end of that. But so one of the things my parents did is like to enhance, quote unquote enhance the magic is something throughout the month of December we would get random little things in our stockings sometimes like little bit, you know, like a piece of candy or like a fucking some chapstick. Like it was little mm-hmm. things that we'd get sometimes in our stocking. So it was fun to wake up in the morning during all of December and just see if there's something in our stocking. And then, like, unrelated, but for the East, for the fucking, any of the guys, if I wrote a letter to them because I was a little writer, my parents would always reply with a letter from Santa, from the Tooth Fairy, from the Easter Bunny, whoever. Yeah. And, like, there's just, there's other ways to make it more magical and have more fun with your kids than by tormenting them.
1: (laughs) For sure. And, like, I don't know. Like, so, I was definitely way too old for Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf came out probably Mm -hmm. when I was in, like, late high school. But my sister loved the idea of it. She was working at AC Moore at the time. So, like, mm-hmm. they had the elf on the shelf there. And she was like, oh, my God, can we get an elf on the shelf? And my mom's like, why? That's something for, like, little kids? She's like, it's the cutest little thing. And then like, she kept saying, she was like, oh, she's like, well, when I have a kid, we're going to do this and, and whatever, whatever. Fast forward, she's actually having a kid now. And I am not looking forward to her future holiday celebrations because she's going to be... She, <laughs> she, she's the type of person that she's going to take it too far and mm-hmm. the kid is going to be traumatized. And I think there's
0: like yeah. a fun way to do Elf on the Shelf. I think I love the idea of him moving every day. It's a fun way for your kids to wake up and see him being silly, but I don't like that he's like watching you and he, I didn't even know about the pranking thing. I really did not. I thought he was just
1: a fun guy. Um, I don't think everybody plays by those rules.
0: I don't like it. If I, I like ever, it. if my kids were ever like, hey, I want to do Elf on the Shelf, I would be like, ooh, maybe he'll come by and I would make him just be a fun guy. Like he would never prank you. He's just a little silly guy who's like hanging around, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's it most. But also, okay, I want to say having a kid whose birthday is Christmas Eve. Like, I think it's the absolute best thing in the world that he gets a little extra attention because it's his birthday. Like, so here's the thing. My roommate's birthday is December 17th, and she said her biggest fucking absolute hate in the whole world is how many people would just give her a christmas gift and be like it's both
1: yeah no absolutely like, not. other
0: people get two gifts a year mm-hmm. and she was getting one yeah. and it's like that's absolute bullshit it's not he's not getting extra special attention he has a birthday right next to christmas
1: yeah like- <laughs> for sure for sure like that he didn't choose his birthday he didn't No. uh my mom's birthday is actually on christmas Uh, I I had asked her like always like growing up like oh what was it like like did you always get like one present two presents she's like no like my family was like always really good about it like they made sure like she like had like some something birthday like and it was always nice because family was always over because it was Christmas so they always had Mm -hmm. Christmas cookies and decorations and everything like that but on top of that they also had a birthday cake that's cool that was specifically a birthday cake. Uh, and they still yeah. sang Happy Birthday. She still did presents, and like all the cousins did presents and everything like that. But like, and she was like, Yeah, no, I, I didn't have any complaints. She's like, I always got everything I wanted anyway, so it didn't really matter. So, so yeah. Good. Um And now, but even yeah. now that we're adults, we try our best to mm-hmm. get her Christmas presents and then spoil her with one big birthday gift.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, but
1: we have not decided what that is yet, and we are running out so of time. Fair.
0: So fair. All right, what's your story?
1: All right, so I, I have two more because I found another one. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Hmm. I have two more also,
0: technically, as long as okay, we're a okay. long time.
1: Uh, yeah, we're doing pretty good. So let's do this one first. Am I the asshole if I kick my nephew out after the holidays? Right, I, 31 female, allowed my nephew, 23 male, to move in after he got out of jail under the agreement that he would not drink or cause any issues that would put the livelihood of my mother, 45, at risk due to her being paralyzed. Two weeks into his stay, he began to drink a couple of weeks later. Uh, Drink a couple weeks later, issues started to arise. I told him no hard liquor. He proceeded to drink four locos. And the following weeks, he continues to cause issues among the house, only when intoxicated, complaining about me going and doing what I want to do when I want to do it, and not taking him with me, complaining about clutter in the house when—this is written a little uh, trickly—when told before he moved in that we live in a two-bedroom apartment, alternative, weekly stay set up as an apartment— Complains about having to walk to the store, which is five minutes down the road. When intoxicated, he threatened to beat up women for not acknowledging him when he speaks to them. Wants to start fights with just about anyone over anything stupid. Um, Talks about stealing cars. My breaking point was when I heard him tell his friends to spit in his girlfriend's face. He is still currently living with me. He has nowhere to go if I kick him out. But he can't go to his mom's because his grandpa has a restraining order against him. He burned his bridges with his brother for disrespecting his brother's girlfriend he can't go to his uncles or cousins because of his drinking problem he wants help but doesn't want to help himself or stuff no absolutely not the asshole what the hell this gives me vibes to and I
0: don't know if he wants us to put this on like air out names on the podcast I won't say names one of our friends has a shitty cousin shitty nephew and uh like I feel like if you keep handing him things back to the op if you keep giving him leeway he will never learn he doesn't understand why he it has a restraining order with his... If you have a restraining order with your grandparents, I'm sorry. You fucked up somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You fucked up somewhere. Fucking punt him. Punt him out the door. Be like, bitch, you had your warnings. You had your chances. I'm not going to coddle you. Fucking figure it out. Like, Yeah, literally- if he comes begging back, like, clearly remorseful and shit, let him back in. But, like, he does not care right now.
1: No, I, I don't even think you should wait till the holidays. Just... Kick him out before no. the holidays. Doesn't matter. Kick him out, bro. Yeah, there's not even much to be said on this one. Just kick him out. Not the asshole. Mm-hmm. He broke all of your boundaries. And it's like,
0: no, it's not worth... He's being... Ugh, everything's gross. If he literally... It's clear that the rest of his family hates him. And you need to take a cue. Yep. <laughs> like, And just be okay with that. Because he's being a bitch. It's not like his family's being like unreasonable. They're clearly not because he's acting this way.
1: I'm a strong believer in just because your <sighs> family doesn't mean your family so like you do not have to put up with your family's shit because they're jerks Mm -hmm. um you don't have to put up with them just because they're family you can absolutely Mm -hmm. hate a person and not want anything to do with them despite their bloodline like
0: yeah just like family i think gives you like that in at the beginning but respect is lost and he lost that respect blood is not that thick In fact, that saying is incorrect anyway, (laughs) so...
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Blood of the Covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, like, you know?
1: (laughs) That's the whole saying?
0: Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, but it's saying that, like, the blood bonds you make with your friends, like, the packs that you make with them is stronger than your birth.
1: Yeah, for sure. It really is, though. They're so... They're like, my friends know me so much better than my family ever will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that.
1: Good shit. Next one.
0: Fuck yeah. Next one. Am I the asshole for not going to my mom's house for Christmas and refusing to make my little sister go too? I'm 17 and my little sister is 15. Our dad died about 10 years ago. It was sudden and devastating. One day he kissed and hugged me and sis and told us he loved us. And then we never heard from him again. At the time, I couldn't fully grasp why he chose to stay away, even though mom tried to explain it to us. I missed him and thought I did something wrong to make dad mad. I repeatedly called his phone, hoping he would answer, but it always went directly to his voicemail. At his funeral, I realized I would never see him again, and I broke down. I don't remember much from that day, except Uncle David held me the entire time. He held me throughout the funeral, during the drive home, and I fell asleep that night. Uncle Alan did the same thing with sis. It wasn't easy growing up with just my mom and sis, but it was not as tough as it could have been because of the two uncles were always a phone call away. Whenever we needed help with school, one of the uncles was to tutor us. One of them was always right in the front row of every school performance and game. Whenever I wake up in the middle of the night and miss dad, I'll call Uncle David and know he'll always pick up. My mom eventually remarried to Bob. I never liked Bob because he always had to be in control and placed us on a strict schedule. Dinner was at 7 every day no matter what. If we came home late and dinner was over, we weren't allowed to eat that night. Whenever our uncles gave me and sis money, we had to give it to Bob and he divided the money equally. A couple of months ago, sis and I were eating with Uncle David and his family. Our dinner conversation eventually led to where I want to go for college and how to pay for it. Uncle David told me that the uncles decided long ago they were going to pay for me and my sister's tuition and cost of living on campus. I cried when I heard that and laughed when he jokingly said he hoped I didn't get into medical school because that was going to cost him a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I went home and excitedly told my mom and Bob that the uncles were going to pay for our colleges. Instead of being happy, they both looked furious and Bob started screaming about how unfair it was to our step-siblings and half-sister that we were getting a free ride through college. He wanted me to tell our uncles to divide the college funds equally among the kids, but I refused. No. The next day, he kept on screaming at us, so sis and I packed up our bags to go to Uncle David's house. He kept on screaming even and even followed us out to my car. Sis and I have been living with Uncle David and his family ever since. This feels more like home than it ever did at our house. My mom's been asking us to come home for Christmas for a month now, and I've been refusing. Today is the 24th, and she's been calling all morning, crying, saying how we need to spend Christmas with the family. Am I wrong for not spending Christmas with my mom? No unfortunately
1: no. no but
0: this this person is 17 so there's clearly information left out like finding out later that when they had to give money that their uncles i thought i thought when she was saying that they had to give money to their stepdad and he would split it up amongst them and he was like splitting it between her and her sister but no there's step and half siblings involved so if like they got a 20 dollar bill from their uncle it'd be like here all of you get two dollars now
1: that's not it that's no not, he's not their uncle no, <laughs> he's not your stepsister's uncle. Like, no, no, absolutely not. That's like saying, like, if I got a gift oh from from Ryan's uncle, that I would have mm-hmm. to split it with my sisters.
0: Yeah. No. It's, no. It's these are minors. Bob is a dick.
1: Yeah. And too controlling. The uncles are
0: clearly very kind and loving people, and I'm really glad that sh- they have. Their absolutely.
1: Uncles. I'm I'm glad that their uncles took them in, and like they're so supportive, and and they're. They are such great parents to their nieces, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So absolutely not the asshole. Your mom needs to realize that Bob is overstepped continuously, and that is just not the environment for for, for for her children, unfortunately. But, like, she needs to kind of realize that, unfortunately, come to terms on her own and realize, like, hey, Bob's kind of ruining your relationship with your children. But, I mean, that's yeah, too you be to like, be with.
0: Mm-hmm. This could easily be an end point of, like, no contact in the future if yeah, it doesn't change. Absolutely. I can see it going that
1: way. For
0: Especially sure. when you have such supportive family on the other side who's like, nah, we'll fucking take care of you. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Like,
1: and this is, again, another situation where, like, it's okay. Family, like, can only take you so far. Like... Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's still people. And if you don't like that person, you don't like that person. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that was her... Like, they actually got married, the mom and Bob?
0: Yes. It, I think that's oh, what it said. Oh, that's
1: unfortunate. Yeah. Look,
0: and they have half siblings. So, at minimum, I think it said they were remarried. Yeah, eventually remarried to Bob. Mm. Yeah. Yup. Also... I hate the fact that it's like if you come home late and dinner's over, you're not allowed to eat.
1: That's fuck off. So fucked up. That's that's, that's hmm. abusive. I'm sorry. That's, that's abusive. Abu- I think
0: it's abusive. I think it is. Like they, she's a 17. They're both in high school, 17 and 15. Not only do they have after school activities, but the 17 year old might have a job. Like we yeah. don't know because she didn't say. But like that's really common for 17 year olds to have a job. So like you're punishing her for like. For working. Doing extracurriculars and working and being like, sorry, you don't get dinner. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> but even then, like, again, like, yeah, you're... And I am I know we started off with this, but, like, at the end of the day, they're still maybe not, like, a child child, but at the same time, like, they are... They're both minors. They're both minors. They're both being taken care of by a parent. Like, they are looking for you to feed and clothe and house them. If you are denying them food because of whatever yeah. reason... That's not good. So, like, I don't care if, like, they broke a rule and they came home late or whatever. Like, you still gotta feed your kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, being, like, being home later than 7 o'clock isn't even that unreasonable. It's not.
1: Like, it's absolutely if, not. If, if
0: sh- I work till, like, 9 o'clock, usually, at the job I worked at. Like... Do you know what my my just... my
1: high school schedules were like? So, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had dance class after... So, I would... Oh, actually, let me just go through the whole week. So... School got Mm -hmm. out at 2.30, and then if it was fall, I was doing tennis. I'd get home at, like, 5.30, right around the time my mom would get home. And then on top of tennis, um, or actually freshman year, I also did track and field. So on top of those sports, I had dance two times a week um, Mm -hmm. from, like, 7 to, like, 10. And then I would come home, and then I'd go to sleep. When did I do homework? I don't fucking know. (laughs) Um, And then uh, when the play... So winter and spring, I also had the plays on top of that. So we had like productions or whatever on top of dance, on top of everything else, on top of like if I did like National Honor Society or whatever other projects or stuff I had going on in school. That was also on top of having a job. So like the days that I didn't have dance, I worked. And most of my shifts, because when I was working at Rita's, I was older than 16, meant that I can work until 10 or 11. So, like, I was not getting right. home until it was way past, like, dinner time, bedtime. And then I would be eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night. Either leftovers yeah. or picking up food. So, like, that would never work for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely not the asshole.
1: Definitely not the asshole. Live your best life with Uncle Dave.
0: Fuck yeah, we stand Uncle David.
1: <laughs> All right, last one. Sure. All yeah. right. Now this is a little bit different because apparently this hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah, this one has not happened yet. Would I be the asshole if I did not spend New Year's with my boyfriend? My boyfriend, 21 male, and I, 20 female, have been together for two years. I'll be calling him C for this post. Recently, he sent me a text asking if I am cool with staying with him and his friends for New Year's this year. We would all be spending the night at an Airbnb. I told him that because I don't ever get to spend time with my little sister, who is 12, I would be spending the holiday with her because she would be on winter break from school. He was disappointed and said that because I was not going to spend the holiday with him, it made him upset. I told him that I thought that... Uh, I told him that I thought he would be spending, wait, what? I told him that I thought he would be with my family for the holidays. He clarified and he said he would only be spending Christmas with us and not New Year's. I asked if he would like to come and he said he was, it was tradition to spend it with his best friend, B, who's 21. I told him that was fine, not that I understand, but he continues to bring it up and say that he's very sad about it. So would I be the asshole if I did not spend New Year's with my boyfriend? Additional information. My boyfriend and I live two hours apart, so we do not see each other often. I still do see him more than I see my sister because I am asleep when she leaves for school and at work when she gets home. By the time I get home, she's asleep. So at this point, I do see my boyfriend more than I see her.
0: So here's the thing. And I know they're young, so they're not going to like feel the same way. It's like the holidays, they do. They are special, but they do also come every year. And mm-hmm. when it comes to like a relationship, you got to take turns doing that. Like if you have two different families that you're trying to spend time with, friends included, you got to like take turns. So if she like is like, hey, I really go, want to go spend time with my sister and he really wants to go spend time with his friends. Like, I don't even think that's inherently like a bad thing. Like they're going to have Christmas together. Yeah. And like sometimes you just got to be like, I, you know, I need to go see these people in my life.
1: Exactly and I mean I think that that's like a mature thing to also decide and be like hey we can like if you want to spend time with your with your bro great go you can do that but I want to spend time with my sister it's okay if we spend this time apart because we'll have Christmas together and like I don't know if they've got New Year's Day plans together they could Yeah. but like I get that he's upset about it but at the same time like he can also be mature about it he can still have a great time with his bro so yeah. I say not the asshole. I think that you guys can be mature about it and you can discuss, but I mean, if you do see, even though that you don't see each other often, you still see him more than you see your sister and you really want to see your sister, spend that time with your sister.
0: That's so sweet.
1: Like, go see your sister. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Other people also say not the asshole. If your boyfriend can't drop it and continues to pat like a baby... I would be wondering if he was even mature enough for a relationship at all. You're spending holiday with your family. He can grow up and drop it. If he complains and whines a lot to get his way in the future about a lot of things, you may want to reconsider the relationship. Also fair. If he's going to act like a child, he's going to probably keep acting like a child. But, yeah, I mean, they still have a couple of years of growing up to kind of figure things out. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not the asshole. Your boyfriend is an adult who can handle feeling sad and manage just fine. Your little sister is only 12, and I bet she'd love to spend more time with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Neither of you deems it's important enough to give up on their own plans so you, you can spend New Year's Eve together. So neither of you is any more an asshole than the other. That's also fair. They say that there's no asshole here, but that, yeah, I guess that is also fair. It's not really an asshole. It's really just a discussion that you guys need to have. He's being a little bit of a baby about it, but. It's, I think that's the only
0: asshole part is that he's whining about it. Yeah, it's okay to be upset and be like, "Oh man, I thought we were gonna spend it together," but you know, then take the time to get over it and don't keep. If you're whining about it, it's because he wants the result to change.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, it, it doesn't seem like he's. I, I be calling him an asshole about would probably be taking it a little too far. He's just being a baby about it. To be fair,
0: it, and also to be fair, and am I the asshole? It's not. It's more like who's in the wrong. It's not always necessarily. Yeah, oh, this fair. person's a bit. Like it's not always like. But yeah, I know what you're saying.
1: Uh, this person has also pretty much summed up the situation perfectly. Y'all need to communicate a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right pretty right. much. That's, that's Communication really is key. For. It's key. Yeah, and here's another one. He's allowed to be sad that you won't be spending New Year's Eve with him, but he's not allowed to use that to try and emotionally manipulate you into changing your plans. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, there's a lot of guilt tripping here. So that, that is pretty asshole uh, Yeah, no, I think that that was pretty solid. That was, a that was Am I the Asshole? A holiday edition. Uh, lots of insight. Uh, you guys insight. feeling festive now? <laughs> yeah, we, we're feeling festive. We're ready to deal with family drama problems that's gonna pretty much come up over the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. I know I'm not. I don't even, I don't even really think that my family's got that much drama. Uh, everyone, like, I have this one cousin who's just kind of, like, he's just a little weird. Uh, he's just, uh, my, my family will never, uh, my family's not the type of family to be open and honest about, like, the internal family problems. So, like, you know how, like, you have, like, your, like, your, like, core family, which is, like, your mother, your brother, your dad, and then, like, yeah. you have, like, your sub-families, which are, like, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents, and then your other cousin and uncle. Um, inside of each cousin, uncle, aunt, and, like, my family, um, everybody tends to have, like, hide their black sheep. So, like, my family's yeah. black sheep was that, like, my parents got divorced and my dad was cheating on my mom. So, like, whenever you go to, like, family events like that, like, you know people are kind of gossiping about that? Well, I'm pretty sure my cousins and my, like, aunt and uncle black sheep is that my one cousin's probably like he's like high all the time so he says Mm -hmm. and does really weird things when we're with family and we all know it we can all smell it but nobody Uh wants to say it (laughs) so like we all just wait to see what he does and it's very interesting it's like a game of bingo it's pretty fun although i will say that thanksgiving was very tame he just napped the entire time yeah, so that's that's what I've got looking forward to. Family bingo. How about you? Any any family dramas you gotta look forward to?
0: Oh my god, I'll try to give you a TLDR. Um, okay. So my on my mom's side of the family, she only has three brothers, and only one of them has kids. Um, the oldest is my brother's age and he just got married recently. His wife is a bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, just to put it bluntly, I gave her I gave her the absolute benefit of the doubt when they first started dating. All right. Because she wasn't getting along with his mom, my aunt. Now, my aunt, I will say, has resting bitch face personality. She mm-hmm. just does. She's very blunt and abrasive. Um, but she does care. Like, she is a kind person at heart. She's not actually like a judgmental, like, Karen. Okay. But she is blunt and she is a bit bitchy at times. So whenever Amanda was like, she's not getting along with me, I was like, hey, maybe she just, you don't have, like, I didn't say this out loud, but she doesn't have the most, it's an abrasive personality. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just give her the benefit out. She was chill at Thanksgiving. But then the amount of drama that unfolded with this wedding, okay, and like all of everything, they got, they wanted to get married Trevor specifically, my cousin, wanted to get married at his parents' house because that's where his parents got married. Mm-hmm. And because they got married when he was, like, five, so he's not actually my uncle's kid, but, like, no one cares. Like, he's my, you know, they're all family. Yeah. Um, so they got married in the backyard on this beautiful bridge that they built over this pond, and that's where Trevor wanted to get married. His wife, like, didn't like that his family was bigger than her family. She felt that it was, like, going to be uneven. And then she didn't really want to... They, they had pizza for the entree which is totally fine Mm -hmm. but like when they were talking about it like Trevor's parents were like, "Hey, like, what do you do you guys need help with anything? What do you guys, you know?" And Trevor's like, "Yeah, we're going to order, I don't know, 20 pizzas." And that was not going to be enough to feed everybody first right. of all. And there was also people there including Trevor's mom, who like Trevor's mom has been experiencing medical problems for like the past half a year. Mm-hmm. Like she cannot eat a lot of things and pizza was one of them. So they were like, oh, "Okay, man. you guys want pizza? That's fine. How about we bring another entree too and some sides?" And his fiance, now wife, was like Everyone should just be honored to be there, and they're going to eat what I offer. Oh and God. if I, like, pry me, bitch, basically, is what mm-hmm. she said. Fucked up. Um, like, all this shit where, like, Amanda was like, you guys can use my room to get ready. You can do all this stuff. And, like, but they, like, kicked Amanda out so she couldn't even get ready. And then at one point, there's, like, I, I don't when they started dating, Trevor stopped paying his credit card bill. He stopped. He's not going to go to the school he wanted to go to anymore, and he's going to go back into construction. They moved like two hours away, but then she was like, you should just go back to Perryville and work with your dad, which is like three or four hours away and then just not live together anymore. We all have this theory That's that weird. she wants this like perfect life on the outside. Like she wants everything to visually be amazing. Like she went on their family vacation with them and the two of them were like sequestered to their room and by themselves the whole time. But then she posted on Facebook of like a, like a group photo that they took and she's like, I'm so blessed to be a part of this family. It's so sweet. We had such a lovely time, That which is what happened. Yeah. And it's just like, so they didn't show up for Thanksgiving and we're we're all afraid that he's just never gonna show up for another family event again. Mm. So that's our drama. Oh man. That's are, spicy. There you go, guys. Oh some my spice. god.
1: We got some family drama. Oh man, that's wild.
0: That was a TLD. I was me condensing Holy too many. Oh my god.
1: That's wild. Well, I hope that oh. uh, I hope Trevor kind of sees what's up and just, you know. I hope so, man. Does his best. He's...
0: Yeah. Oh, man. My aunt apparently, though, hasn't told Trevor how Rachel's been treating her. And so we're all like, Amanda, why the fuck aren't you telling your son how his wife's been treating you? Because she hasn't been kind whenever she does take the time to reply. Because most times she just ignores everything mm-hmm. that they text. And I'm just like, what are you telling that him?
1: seems like something <laughs> that he should have known earlier. Yeah. Wow. Well,
0: oh, it's spicy.
1: Oh, Merry well, Christmas, Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. May, Merry <laughs> family drama. Oh, God. Uh, may may your food be warm and your families tame. Um,
0: <laughs> and I hope your friendships are blossoming.
1: And friendships blossoming. Um, well, yeah, that's pretty much it for the show today. Uh, do you have uh, any fun facts for the for the crew?
0: Ooh ooh. Hmm. Oh gosh uh so whenever you go outside at like 3 a.m and it's like a freshly snowed and it's like completely quiet outside people theorize the reason we feel uncomfortable during that is because it's a liminal space which i'm sure people have heard that word before at this Mm -hmm, point mm -hmm. but like basically it's supposed to be this like threshold or like this crossover space that you're not supposed to spend time in so when you go outside where it's normally a slight buzz of life even if it's just like bugs and like animals if you go out there and it's completely quiet like that, your body's just, like, sitting there anticipating something is going to happen, which is why it makes you feel uncomfy sometimes.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. I love liminal
0: spaces, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but...
1: Well, that's a fun one. I was trying to come up with, like, a holiday Disney fact, and the only one I can think mm-hmm. of, I just... It's basically like, hey, did you know that this thing exists? Because I have no actual fact, like, statistic about it. But uh-huh. um, did you know that... Um, The bakers in Disney, both in Disney World and Disneyland, uh, every year come up with an elaborate like gingerbread house that you can Mm. actually go and, well, in Disney World you can visit. I think Disney World has three of them. Um, So Disney World, you can go to the Grand Floridian where they have a massive, like absolutely massive uh, gingerbread house. Um, Then I think one of the, I don't know if it's Animal Kingdom Lodge or one of the other ones. I think has like a, a carousel, a gingerbread carousel this year. Um, and in Disneyland, I'm pretty sure, so at Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion always gets a rethemed for the, for the holidays. It's um, uh-huh. Haunted Mansion Holiday, which it's, everything gets themed to Nightmare Before Christmas. And in the ballroom scene, I believe they usually do a gingerbread house as well. I haven't seen what this one, this year's is. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they have like gingerbread samples um that they give out like if you go to the grand floridian i'm pretty sure but don't quote me on that uh but yeah every year they come up with new themes for all of their houses they don't redo anything and it's all f- like fully gingerbread that is really cool yeah so fun disney fact hell yeah well i think that is the end of the show today thank you guys so much for watching uh or listening actually uh apple where yeah. can uh where, where can the listeners find you Check me out on
0: YouTube at Apple Schloss.
1: Spell it however yeah. you want. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find it. Do it. I dare you. Do it. Uh, and my name has been Lex. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Ursula's Revenge, and that's that's pretty much it. I guess Twitch also Ursula's Revenge. Um, yes. I'm literally nowhere else. So don't try to find me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, look. <laughs> don't look. Don't look. Don't don't perceive me. <laughs> Uh, and we will probably see you uh, in the future, maybe even in the new year. In the so future, for sure. Have, have a wonderful holiday season and uh, stay fuck safe. And, and fuck Booster Gold. What was I saying? Yeah. I'm that guy. <laughs> Bye. Well, <fuck> that guy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. I ain't the kind of wear it tie, but I'm not i I tried that life but said goodbye.
0: Simply unprofessional